You're listening to The Wilder Podcast, episode 13 with Carson Dupree, just me. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, uh, it's been a minute, hadn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, everybody's been kind of absent for the holidays anyway, and you would think people would be, you know, in desperate need. I think we're all mainly in more need of kind of self-care, podcast listening, um, kind of going inward at this time of the year anyway, but it's, you know, I've been kind of needing to do that myself. And, you know, everybody's kind of unavailable during the holidays. They're traveling or they're hanging out with their family, and I've been doing all of those things, and also podcast guests, um, I'm going to start kind of switching things up, and I'm going to be taking podcast guests, duh, I've got some really juicy ones coming up in January, but a lot of people are traveling during December, and I'm not like a podcaster that records like three months in advance and then just releases them because I don't know what I'm doing three months from now. <laughs> so it's really kind of hard to uh, even think that far in the future. But I'm just, sorry, I'm trying to pull up all of my questions and so that we kind of have an idea of what people want to know about. So if you're kind of lost in what I'm talking about, this is mainly a Q&A episode and I'm gonna strive to get some of these done um maybe even like every other episode I'm gonna do just a one-on-one with me kind of like an advice column episode for anything that you guys want to want me to kind of go through kind of give you my input on um and see how you guys like that um I know that I get a lot of questions that are really similar because it's just crazy the type of women that I attract and that want to, you know, either work with me or aren't able to work with me. And they just, you know, they'd like to ask me something, but maybe I can't really reply one-on-one. So I'm going to try to pick the questions that I get the most of and cover all those bases, if that makes sense. Um, So in the future, if you do have any questions for me, you can email me at wildernessa at gmail.com, which is W-L-D-R-N-E-S-S-A at gmail.com. Sometimes I forget that there aren't, you know, vowels in my spelling. Sorry, I couldn't even think of the word vowels. Uh, I just got out of hot yoga, so I'm kind of, kind of just really super chill right now, which is probably the best time to be taking questions like this. Um... As you know, I record and I just keep going. I don't usually edit much, which could be kind of boring. But let me just go ahead and give you my announcements. So I have been working with a really good friend of mine. Her name is Brooke, and she's the owner of a yoga studio and also um, a really awesome salon business here in town. I hesitate to call it a salon because it's just a weird name because it's not technically a barbershop, but it's called Scout's Barbershop. And it's, um, salon just sounds kind of high end and a little stuffy. And it's just like the most homey, um, relaxing place to be. And I also work part-time there. And, um, I really love those people. I just had my hair done. And if you saw, maybe I posted about it. You saw that. Um, but yeah, Brooke and I have been meeting, just 
every now and then we just hang out sometimes and just talk about life and she listens to the podcast and I'm going to actually going to have her on the podcast soon. Um, she teaches booty yoga. She teaches hot 26 yoga, um, and occasionally teaches flow. She's just an overall amazing person. And we've been talking about planning our, well, it would be mine. I don't really know about her very first retreat type situation. Um, it's still kind of the details are coming together, so I don't want to give away too much, but it's going to be, we're thinking in February and I'm just going to be a part of the puzzle. I'm going to be helping out, um, probably offering some health coaching to the women that are on the retreat because it's going to be a yoga centered retreat. And, uh, I think we're going to do a few Little things like maybe like an overnight oats bar in the morning. I'm getting together some swag bags for all of the women that come. So there will be products in those. Um, so if you do have a product that you're interested in, in um, making available for these women and maybe spreading your product, you know, spreading the word about it, then let me know. Um, anything natural would be awesome. And yeah. That's kind of my big announcement, and I know it's not very detailed, but we're it's going to be here in Nashville, and I'm just super excited about it. I've been waiting for an opportunity like this for a really long time, and um, the holidays are definitely getting in the way of planning, so I'm trying to stay focused, and it's difficult, but I def- definitely trust that everything will fall into place as long as I keep my, you know, kind of keep my my eyes set on that. Um, I'm also starting to take clients here in Nashville. I have limited office hours, but I do have an office space. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one here in Nashville, I would love to do that with you. And it, it is going to be at the Hot Yoga East Nashville location. So I do have an office space there. So email me again, just email me. Um, I can give you my number. We can talk. And you, we can work one-on-one together. If you aren't here in Nashville, I can work one-on-one with you anywhere you are. But it's not uh, necessarily the same. Um, but I do offer those phone coaching calls. And if you're like, what are you talking about? I'm a health coach. And I mainly focus on women who have a grasp on what they are looking for. They want to balance their relationship with their body and food. They want to eat foods that feel good in their body. They want to thrive. They want to experiment. They're curious. They, you know, they're open. And if any of that sounds like you, I would love to talk to you. Maybe we could set up a consultation. Those are free and move forward with something like, you know, just seeing how it goes. Um, anyway, my ebook is still on sale for the holidays. It's only $12 and it's my No Worries Reboot. And um, I really am proud of that project. It has a bunch of really delicious recipes and they're really intuitive and they are super inclusive. There's not a ton of restriction surrounding this reboot. And um, it's a very gentle whole foods cleanse situation and cleansing sounds bad and I don't mean cleansing in a restrictive way I literally just mean in a way where you're nourishing your body so we could just call it a nourish not a cleanse um and it has a few mindfulness exercises for you to kind of connect with who you are and how you're feeling right now and I know that um 
It can be hard around the holidays. It's kind of geared towards maybe taking a vacation or being around a holiday and kind of wanting to just kind of come back afterward. And I don't mean like weight wise. I don't mean like come back to your, you know, whatever weight that you were beforehand. That's not it. But I, you know, I, I'm, I'm really distracted. Hold on. Okay. I'm back. I'm sorry. Um, I was distracted. Something started playing on the computer and I just was really lost in what I was saying. But anyway, my reboot, it's great. I always come back to that. Um, whenever I'm feeling kind of weird after some sort of, you know, time away from me and time away from me could be anything. I could be leaving town. I could be in a really stressful situation. I could be working a lot. I could be dealing with medical problems or health distress or mental distress. You guys already know. Um, and speaking of that, I'm doing really well. I'm doing really, really good. I feel better than I did before my, uh, miscarriage and, that sounds really weird. I really do. Like before I even found out that I was pregnant, I wasn't feeling awesome. Um, when I got pregnant, I wasn't feeling awesome. And I really, 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 really appreciate all of the love and support and prayers that were sent my direction, mine and Colin's direction, um, after that loss. But you know, I'm doing really good. The hormones were, were, well, is what were really killing me. (laughs) Those hormones, man, those were really getting me. God, it's like, yeah, it sucks. That sucked to be real. I mean, that sucked, but it sucked way harder because I was feeling so far out crazy. And so, yeah, that just kind of leads me into kind of how you guys have been probably thinking I'm feeling. And I think that that is perfect for this first question. So I'm ready to dive into questions and I'll just go ahead and read this first one that I've got right here. Um, so this is from anonymous. I don't know her name, but it says I'm dealing with some depression and with that lack of creativity, which sucks because I'm trying to do more art to express myself, to pull out of my, to pull out of my depression. What are some of a way, what are some, what are some of the ways you get out of a creative rut and deal with depression? Thanks. I really enjoy your podcasts and how raw you are with talking about important subjects. Why, thank you. Um, yeah, so this is actually a really, there's a lot of things here. Um, well, one, I'm going to say if you are dealing with depression, um, if you have an underlying cause that you would be willing to speak with a professional about depression, it's not something to fuck with at all. I mean, um, if it's really, really bad, I would definitely recommend you go see a psychologist. Maybe um, just kind of have some gentle talk therapy surrounding whatever it is that's bothering you. Or just maybe having a safe space with a friend, you know, having a safe space with a friend and kind of going over what's going in your head. Maybe just check in with them every week. Maybe it could be a family member, it could be a friend, and kind of just check in with them, kind of like have a safe space where no judgment or no, maybe even no advice because advice really fucking sucks. Sometimes you're like, I wasn't even asking for advice, dude. I really just wanted to tell you how shitty I feel. And I don't need you to tell me that I don't actually feel shitty because I fucking do. That's my problem. (laughs) I mean, did that sound too real? Because that was totally me. Um, yeah, sometimes we just don't need advice. Sometimes we really just need to like feel shitty for a second so that we can move 
forward. You know, we can move past it, see it, lay it out, get it out, see it for what it is that's bothering us. And then be like, oh, that's actually not that big of a deal. And sometimes it really does help just by talking about it and hearing yourself say it and be like, oh yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Never mind. I totally understand where this person was coming from, or I totally understand why I didn't get that job because now this might happen or whatever. So, um, that would be my first kind of tip of advice is find a safe space for you to release these things. And you can be like, I'm not a journaler, really not. Like I do journal sometimes, but I would much rather talk about my issues or whatever. And I, yeah. So if journaling helps you, maybe playing piano helps you just kind of like feel feelings or kind of go into a meditative state because sometimes the best con like ideas and revelations happen whenever you are in a different zone whenever you're focusing on different things. Um, so, and I know this is kind of a question about creativity, so maybe piano wouldn't be the best for you, but um, your lack of creativity probably, and I know you're saying that you want to be able to be creative to get out of your depression, but you just can't get motivated and you can't really find that place. I would just say this is one of those times that, and I speak about this on the podcast quite a lot with guests, but this is one of those times where you just need to do it. Just do it. Fake it till you make it kind of situation. Like if you're an artist, just start painting. Just start doing it. I'm telling you right now, just do it. Even if you're like, I don't have a vision. I don't have anything in my brain. I don't, you know, there's nothing that I want to actually paint. Just start painting something. I'm going to tell you, paint a frog. Like, I know that's really stupid, but maybe if you're a painter and I'm telling you to paint a frog, at least you're doing something, you know, getting in there, doing that. If you're a songwriter, maybe just write a song about your day yesterday. Write a song about your lunch and it could, you can make or personify that fucking lunch. Make it a, like a romance. Just sing about your lunch. Make a song about it. Just have a topic, stick to it, fake it till you make it. And then maybe you'll awaken that creative energy and flow through something really great and kind of a, like channel it into something kind of stupid, you know, at first. And I think that it would progress and grow and turn into something great and help you awaken that because sometimes it's just a matter of, doing it it doesn't have to be perfect you know done not perfect that was in the first podcast episode I don't know if you guys listened that far back but it was a good one and I would just say if you do feel like as you're saying you're stuck in a creative rut if you feel stuck just do it and then see if that helps and yeah if that's what you're trying to do I'm looking at the question again so if that's what you're trying to do to get out of your depression I would say, yes, start doing that, but also start talking about things or journaling about them because I don't have enough here to kind of know what you're going through. And I'm sure that I, I, I could empathize or somehow try to understand. And I would, I know that talking about things helps so much. So that's all I really have for that one. Um, if anybody else is feeling that out there and just kind of needed to hear that fake it till you make it thing. Well, there's that. Um, so I'm going to just go ahead and go into this next question, which 
I also don't know this person's name, but it kind of goes along with the first question. So I'm just going to say this one first. And it says, what advice do you have if you're just in a funk and it's been affecting you not wanting to work out? Okay, guys. So working out is complex and people's relationship with working out is super complex. And if you do listen to the podcast, then you know that I literally only believe in intuitive exercise, okay? And I've done some amazing episodes. I would go check out Amanda Duran, the episode with her. Mm-hmm. And then my last episode with Carly Morgan Gross, we talk about movement and intuitive movement. And, um, but mainly that episode with Amanda Duran, I mean, that's her whole like planet. She literally has established and created the most genuine and specific message about exercise and balance and intuition. And it is like, can never be topped. (laughs) Um, I'm not, that's not, that sounds weird. I mean, literally it's just anytime I'm feeling weird about feelings or guilt surrounding movement and exercise I just pick up one I could just literally go to her last picture and she always has this novel of a caption that speaks to my soul and I'm like okay I have bigger fish to fry than you know doing a 20 minute ab workout or whatever it is so it's not really your question, but you said if you're just in a funk and you it's affecting you not wanting to work out. Well, if you're in a funk, I would just say, one, there's a couple things here. So exercise can release endorphins that make you feel better. So I think that it's, a, again, something that you should just, you could just, there's two approaches. You could just do it. Like I would start with something gentle, like maybe going on a brisk walk, like kind of enough to get your blood pressure up so that, or so yeah, so that you can feel a little bit more energized, kind of a little bit more alive, a little warm. I know it's getting kind of cold. So if you go on a brisk walk, maybe, um, I would really recommend either being in a community setting, like going and taking a class where there's a lot of energy surrounding you and maybe that'll help. I definitely think that whenever I'm surrounded by a bunch of really awesome women just doing their thing, I feel so lifted. I feel so light. I feel so just ignited and or that or maybe just going on a walk outside in the sun. I would not pick a rainy day. (laughs) I would pick outside in the sun or and take a class, take a fun class. Don't take one of those push, 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 go, go, go kind of classes. I would stick with maybe some sort of power flow yoga class, maybe try a booty yoga class, maybe a Zumba class. I mean, these are all things that really speak to that and awaken that feminine energy within us that kind of helps align our sensuality and our sexuality and our intuition and just kind of helps us feel a little bit more and a natural state with our bodies. So there's that. That's one approach is just doing it. Another approach is really just thinking about what it is that you're feeling. Why do you feel like you're in a funk? Why do you feel like you need to exercise? You know, why? this question really feels like it's coming out of a place of guilt um, and coming out of a place of like, I am not doing enough. And if that's where this is coming from, then um, I think you need to address those feelings because 
those aren't facts, you know? Your feelings are not facts. And if you feel like you're not doing enough, you need to address that not enoughness because you are enough and you're doing enough. You're doing plenty. Everything you do is perfect. It's good enough. It's great. It's awesome. So, you know, just, I would just deal with your stuff, take care of your responsibilities, enjoy your life, be present. And if you're going to move your body, do it from a place of love, not a place of fear, not a place of guilt, not a place of shame. Um, and I would not be able to speak on this if this was not something that I didn't practice myself. For example, like whenever, uh, let's say I got pregnant and I did put on some weight and I've talked openly about that. And, um, I mean, it's just not, it's not like a little amount. It was like a, it's like a fair amount and I still have it, I guess. I mean, who knows? My clothes are a little tight still. I went through a huge range of emotion and guilt and weirdness surrounding food and exercise. And I was just like, cause my body was just changing and it was kind of out of my control. My hunger was out of my control. My hormones, my fat storing hormones were like out of control. And my body is just like still recovering from this like mode of, storage and building a baby and all this kind of stuff and though I didn't even have a baby my body was preparing for that okay so I was dealing with all these physical changes I still am and I you know I was dealing with a bunch of guilt and shame surrounding food and exercise and instead of giving in to those thoughts and feelings and yeah I did feel them and like it I they're gone now which I'm so grateful for but it took a lot of took a lot of releasing, actively releasing those feelings. I have a whole journal, journal, <laughs> journal just filled with different, <laughs> just one liners. Like I am releasing this feeling. I am releasing this. I am, you can even, you know, not like hold on to that anymore. Like, like if it is weight that you're worried about, maybe just release that. I release this weight and I'm not going to act on these feelings. And if it's something that's supposed to come off and balance out, then allow it to, if not, then allow me to have peace with that. You know, it's really not that complicated, but I know that it's really not that easy either. So it's like too easy that it's complicated. (laughs) Um, and I really believe in that kind of mindset and that kind of action. So And speaking of action, I would take action as in journaling, as in, you know, actively choosing to focus things somewhere else. Like for me, I really was, I was really focusing on food. And after my miscarriage, I was really focusing on food. I was really using food and I was giving, honestly, I was giving myself permission to because I wasn't about to restrict. And if I wanted to bake my way through this pain, I fucking did, you know, and I feel great and I feel over it (laughs) and I wasn't like binging on anything, but I was just like, this is going to be fun and I'm going to be present and I'm going to bake and I'm going to create something awesome. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to limit myself. And I did that for a good two or three weeks, maybe even four weeks. And then I just haven't done it at all. And I feel amazing. And so that was just an example of, and and I stopped working out. (laughs) I completely stopped quote working out. And I don't even consider what I'm doing right now working out. I was, I decided to just walk and do yoga and, or nothing. Like I had a, I have a tracker and I have a polar activity tracker. And if I just went to work that day and I felt like it was an excessive amount of steps or 
I was I'm, I don't want you to count on someone I'm saying, but I, I knew that I was like, I was super aware of the fact that, oh my God, I didn't even quote work out today, but I moved my body a ton, like so much. And I... I'm not going to work out and I don't feel guilty for that. And I just stayed active within my daily life, mostly every single day. And I hardly ever just like threw my mat down and started doing push-ups or doing lunges or anything like that. I did go to a few yoga classes for fun because I love my yoga community. And, um, I do try to go as much as I can. I'm trying to go more and, um, So that was something going to the park before it got too cold was another thing. So I would just focus on dancing. I would put on some Lady Gaga and freaking dance my ass off. Dance until I was sweaty and like cracking up. And then I would go take a shower or something. So those are just things to think about. Um, I'm not trying to like belittle you for having guilt surrounding exercise. Everybody does. And I'd hate it. And I want it to get out. So I'm trying to awaken this real message of intuitive exercise because I genuinely believe that that is the only answer to finding your best self, like finding your healthiest body, feeling really confident, comfortable, and having a routine you can stick with, (laughs) you know? So that's that. And I, I have, I will move on to question number three. And, um, this is from someone that I know. So it says advice on picking a partner relationship wise, who is supportive and will work through the tough times, like what qualities to look for when dating and how to, how also to be a supportive partner or something among, among those lines. Okay. So, um, this is definitely a lot of this is something that has taken a lot of work for me just because I kind of shut people out. And, um, I did meet my husband super young, so I didn't even have just disclaimer. I didn't have any type of type. (laughs) I didn't have any standards, honestly. And, um, I didn't have any, I don't know, guidelines. I didn't really have anything that I needed him to be or look for him in him. Just full on disclaimer. I didn't look for anything in him. Um, I've definitely, we've definitely grown together to learn each other's strengths and weaknesses. And I do think that was the benefit of meeting when we were 18 is that we were like, we didn't really have any relationship, um, experience. So we didn't really have anything to compare it to. Yeah. We, we both had a little bit of like loss and heartbreak, but I mean, nothing more than a standard teenager does. So whenever we connected it was at a very young age and we got married really early and we grew together but we did deal with our fair share of hard situations and um just like maybe expressing to the other person once you have your feelings that you have them um I was the first one to bring up my feelings about you know this, I think that you're like the thing. Like, I think that this is like seriously the thing, like the thing. It's really strong, powerful feeling. And I communicated it. I was so nervous. And, um, he communicated that he felt the same way. So communication one, that's the number one. So if you're with someone, you feel like you cannot tell anything to, if they put you down whenever you do express emotion or if they kind of like give you a weird look whenever you do something goofy or 
if they don't text you back, if they don't call you back, um, at a norm, at a standard rate, or if they make up excuses or if they bail on you, I would say that those are all qualities that you're not trying to find. Like you don't need that. <laughs> um, if you are pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and texting and texting and texting and texting, um, constantly and they respond to a couple but not every single one that's not what I'm talking about that is definitely something that maybe you should go inward and be like why do I constantly feel like I need attention from this person um why do I feel like they don't like me or they're not interested um because at that point I feel like you though you may be inquiring what they're doing or who they're with blah 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 blah, you're kind of pushing them away you're kind of self-sabotaging so if you kind of feel yourself uh, clinging a little too hard, I would instead take your um, energy off of that person and go um, inward and maybe reflect on why it is that you are doing that, if that makes sense. So um, I didn't really have the chance to have this sound perfect relationship with myself (laughs) um, that I do now. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but you know what I'm saying. Like I didn't have like this awareness and um, positivity surrounding who I was when we met and even when we got married and even a couple years after that. Um, So if you are, you know, finding yourself and really, really getting sound with who you are before you meet your partner, I do think you have a bit of an advantage, but, um, I'm just going to refer you to my last podcast episode with Carly Morgan Gross, and we kind of speak of on relationships. And there's also a really amazing podcast by Maddie Moon. Um, and she talks about relationships and communication quite a bit. Um, so it may be multiple podcasts, but, um, I would just kind of maybe have a journaling exercise and you know, I'm not like the most journaling person, but I genuinely believe in this. So maybe have a journaling exercise and just lay out everything that you want to give and everything that you want someone to give you. Okay. And for me, I've done a lot of work surrounding letting someone in and being vulnerable with someone. Even after all this time, I've needed to like whenever we had the miscarriage, I just like locked up. I was crying all the time and I was pushing and pushing and pushing away. And like, like his reaction wasn't enough or, you know, whatever. That's just an example. Like if I were to say something or be crying and there he, I didn't get the reaction I expected. Having those expectations on how someone should feel, quote, is completely out of line and if you have those you have to check yourself and be like this is not I'm projecting like (laughs) I need to be kind of secure in how I feel and if he doesn't feel that way then whatever maybe communicate how you would like to be comforted in times of distress and don't hide your feelings that's the main thing so that's three questions give me just one second and I'll look for a couple more Okay, so I've got one more that I'm seeing, um, and then I'll answer a just a general question that I get all the time about skin and hair care. So this question is from Sugar Hiccup. Um, I don't know her name, but um, it says, how to get over little mistakes and how to sort through belongings, remove clutter, um, 
or anything about getting out of a funk. So I already kind of discussed getting out of a funk in all of my techniques. I would genuinely recommend doing some sort of intuitive movement, breathing, journaling, um, maybe get my, I would, I would honestly recommend, and this sounds like a plug, but, and it kind of is, but not really, because I genuinely believe in my reboot that I have on the website. It's on sale for $12. So it's called the No Worries Reboot, and it really helps get out of a funk. And like I said, it's on sale. Um, so I would recommend starting there. And um, it has a lot of exercises for you to kind of tune in, plug in, and have it like mindful eating techniques, journaling techniques, um, morning and nighttime rituals to get started with and kind of like have that time for yourself. So I would definitely recommend, um, having a solid, creating and establishing a solid morning and nighttime ritual. So in the morning, um, for example, I wake up, I walk into the kitchen I put a half a tablespoon of coconut oil on my mouth and I swish it around for about 10 minutes, okay, because I'm trying to oil pull because I do have a few, there's benefits to that that I'm curious about, I'm exploring, I'm I'm really curious about that, so I'm just trying something new, I also have a couple problem teeth and some jaw problems that I've just read that that can help, so I've incorporated that into my morning routine, I will walk through the kitchen, maybe prepare Colin's breakfast, he's been really into oatmeal lately, so I'll prepare that and kind of set that to the side because I need something to do while I'm swishing this shit around in my mouth, okay? can't just stand there, sit down. I'm tired. I just woke up. So start doing some stuff. I um, I get my Vitamix out. I, I start making my morning latte, which is a cup of almond milk that I homemade, a teaspoon of raw honey or maple syrup, whether you're vegan or not. Um, a little dash of maca, like a teaspoon of maca, a teaspoon of reishi mushroom powder. Um, I really like adding a little teaspoon of vanilla protein powder just to kind of get a little bit of protein because almond milk doesn't have a ton. And then um, half a tablespoon to a tablespoon of coconut butter in my Vitamix and a huge dash of cinnamon closing the lid. Oh, Himalayan pink sea salt in there too. And then blending it while I'm swish, I'm still swishing. And then once that's done blending for about two minutes, I will um, turn on my espresso machine, get my shots ready, and uh, get steam the milk, get my morning latte ready. Probably about the time that I'll spit the coconut oil out, rinse my mouth really well. And then I'll drink about four cups of water and sit down and enjoy my latte. It kind of gets your digestive um, system going, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and while I'm drinking my latte, I like to sit down, maybe do some tarot card reading, maybe do some pulling just for that day or something that I'm thinking, something that's on my mind, someone that's on my heart, I'll pull for them. And, um, if that's too weird, I mean, you can read a book, um, you can look at your phone. I honestly don't recommend it, but I mean, I'm human. I do that too. I don't do work though. It's definitely like my only time I will sit and like watch Instagram stories of my friends and catch up on stuff like that. So I'm not condoning that at all. Like, condoning is that like I think I'm using that wrong I don't know kind of brain farting right now but um I would definitely recommend starting that morning ritual that's just an example of what I do and then I'll work out shower and then go to work or whatever um my nighttime ritual is like very similar maybe I'll have like a turmeric latte instead of this um coffee latte and then or maybe I'll have a little smoothie or something like that I'll try to turn my phone on night mode. If I'm even using my phone, I'll watch an episode with Colin, try to talk to each other, go to bed a little early so we can talk. 
put my diffuser on, put a little bit of essential oil on my face, and then peace, like, peace out. I go to sleep. So I would just establish those two things um, to really help you get out of a rut. And um, when it comes to sort through belongings, I would say if there's something, if there's things you can sell, try to sell them um, and then buy things you love, only things you love. And that's kind of the only things that I have for that. So I'm pretty sure that's all of the questions regarding like kind of deeper things. Oh, I think I have one more question, but I'm not sure. Let me go, take one second. Um, no. So when it comes to self, I'm sorry, when it comes to skincare, I am going to be honest with you. I genuinely think that my diet has a lot to do with it. And my diet consists of no dairy, no meat, no gluten, no refined sugars. Um, and I drink a shit ton of water. I don't drink a ton of caffeine. I eat eggs sometimes, not a ton. Um, I eat soy sometimes, not a ton. Um, and I eat a lot of healthy fats. And my skin looks great. And I'm really grateful that I've responded so well to not eating dairy and that my skin has stayed clear. Um, but I've never super struggled with acne, to be quite honest with you. But I haven't ever... The last time I was like routinely eating meat was before I was even, you know, pubescent. I was like 11. And so it was before I even could have acne. So I stopped eating meat really early. Um, so I don't know... And I want to, I don't want to just blame it on the meat, but I'm just saying in my personal body, it, I do really well, not on it. Um, but there's that. And then my actual facial care is all, um, clay based. So I make my own foundation and the cream foundation that I use is from Lush. And it is just like, I think it's like a lanolin clay and a couple essential oils. It's very basic. Um, I think it might be water-based. I don't think it's oil-based because it's clay. So I think it's just water-based, but it's super light on my skin. Doesn't bother me. It's kind of more of a moisturizer. And, um, as far as my actual foundation goes, I can leave that, um, recipe in the show notes, but if you can remember it now, it's just arrowroot powder, a combination of arrowroot powder, ginger powder. Um, a little bit of reishi mushroom powder, a little bit of cocoa powder, um, and some, I think some white clay powder. I think it may have been lanolin white clay powder. If I'm saying that correctly, I don't remember. Um, and I also have played with Moroccan red, red clay powder. Um, and I've gotten those at a local apothecary, so you can probably order those online. But, um, if you wanted to just stick with things, you could get it literally Kroger. I would do arrowroot powder, or tapioca starch, those both work really well. So arrowroot powder, ginger powder, and cocoa powder, and mix them together until you get kind of a complexion that looks like your own, I guess. And I've had that for like a year, and I haven't used a whole tub, so that's the really easiest thing. And the less chemicals you put on your skin, probably the less reactions you're going to have. I did just bleach my hair yesterday, and um, I'm kind of breaking out a little bit from the chemicals, but... I'm doing really good. So those are my tips. Um, facial eyewear, I guess eye makeup. I just use whatever vegan things I can get my hands on. I really like Physicians Formula. I don't, guys, I do not splurge on makeup ever. Like I, 
I just try to make sure that it's cruelty free. Like I use e.l.f. eyeliner and I know that that's not natural at all, but it's cruelty free and it's $2 and it stays on and I don't have a reaction to it. So I really like that. And that's basically all of the questions, I guess. So, um, if you like this podcast episode, let me know. And I've been forgetting to tell you to please rate and review the podcast. I don't have, I don't think any ratings or reviews because I never tell you guys to rate or review. It's something that you have to do on your desktop. So if you would be willing to, I'd be super grateful. I think I'm going to start reading the review of the week so that I can kind of give you guys a shout out and, um, I really appreciate that so that we can maybe get on the rankings and reach more people with this message and help more people. Um, if you like this episode, please let me know if there's anything specific you would like to know, or if you do once again, want to work with me, let me know. You can email me at wilderness at gmail.com. So that's W L D R N E S S A.com or at gmail.com. Sorry, everyone. And, um, I don't currently have a podcast sponsor. Um, I, I'm in, I'm emailing back and forth with several clients. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But, um, for now, if you want to donate to the podcast, that would be amazing. It, it really helps me, um, kind of make time for this and to put you guys in my schedule, kind of be really consistent with it and get more guests on and answer more questions and just do all the great stuff. So that is going to be in the show notes as well. No pressure there. It's just if you really like the podcast, it'd be really great. And you can just donate like five bucks. It's really anything like that. And my No Worries reboot, it is on sale for $12 just this holiday season. I'm working on a couple new things. Um, and if you have any specific ebook requests, I would love to know what those are. I hope that I answered your questions. I love you guys and I hope you have a happy holiday. Bye.